This podcast is brought to you by the What's Your Productivity Archetype quiz. Find the best productivity method for you. Make getting it done easy. Take the quiz at andreaslinks.com. That's Andrea's with an S, links with an S.com. Hey, listeners, today's episode is about the importance of rest and kind of how you have to slow down to speed up. Interestingly, after I recorded this, I didn't feel it. I just wasn't feeling it. And I asked my podcast producer to listen to the episode to see what was going on. Was there something wrong in there? Did I not give good content? And she listened and she said, you know what? The content is great, but your energy seems a little down. So maybe that's just it. Maybe in reflecting and sharing this information with you about rest, I realized that I need to rest too. So as you're listening, keep that in mind. Here we go. You're listening to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, business life coach, Andrea Libros. I help women in business commit to their own growth personally and professionally. Each week, I'll bring you strategies to help you think clearly, gain confidence, make your time productive, turn every obstacle into an opportunity, and finally overcome the overwhelm so that you can make money and manage life. Let's create a plan so you have a profitable business, successful career, and best of all, live with unapologetic ambition. Are you ready to drop the drama? and figure out the how in order to reach your goals, you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Let's do this. Welcome, my friends, to episode 19. I think it's one of the very last days of March still, episode 19. And oftentimes in March, people go on spring breaks and they take some time to rest. So that's what we're going to talk about today, taking time to rest and what it does for us and how we can do it. I'm going to give you some little practical advice here on how we can do this. But first, I want to share with you something that my client Sarah said. It kind of has to do with rest. And we've been working together inside my Committed to Growth group now for a while. And when I asked her what is a change that she's experienced, she said, I follow a schedule that's honest and I don't overbook myself. I'm happy and less stressed. I think, adjust, and work through ideas and solutions. I'm not daydreaming. Okay, so go back to that first sentence, though. I follow a schedule that is honest, and I don't overbook myself. So I think that a lot of times the reason that we need rest is because we do overbook ourselves, right? Yeah, so I want you to go back to episode number four, okay, and Listen to that episode on time and overbooking yourself, and then come listen to this episode on rest and tell me what you think. Okay, so here we go. So I'm going to give you today maybe 12 reasons why I think that rest works. Okay, you know, if you think about it, most religions have a day in their week that is called a day of rest. Okay, why? Why is that? Maybe those ancient people knew something we didn't know because it's getting harder and harder to take that day fully 
offline and rest, right? Because we're all chained to our devices. But science really does support this claim that we need a day of rest. And we need the day of rest for both physical transformation. We need it for kind of a mental transformation and emotional transformation. We need it to create change in our bodies and in our minds. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go through 12 reasons. And you know some of these. It's not rocket science, but I want you to listen to a little bit of the science behind it. Okay, and I want you to listen to figure out how can you create these in your world. All right, so reason number one that you should choose to make this rest happen is because time out reduces stress. Okay, so the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health reported in a CDC publication that stress levels at work are higher than ever and that healthcare expenditures are nearly 50% greater for workers who report high levels of stress. Okay, so there's also a growing body of evidence that shows that skipping breaks or periods of rest can lead to more stress and exhaustion. Okay, so number one is that time out reduces stress. Okay, number two, time out gives you a chance to move. So we've all seen studies about the impact of sitting time on all aspects of our health, but there's research that links sitting with many health concerns, including obesity, right? And there's this whole cluster of conditions that can be impacted by the amount of time we sit. Our blood sugar levels, our cholesterol levels, our body weight. So too much sitting can increase the risk. So when you take time out or you rest, it gives your body a chance to move. Number three, completely divesting from your work on a regular basis reduces inflammation and the risk of heart disease. All right, so we already know that work is stressful, and we also know that sitting time creates more health risks, okay? But listen to this. Each one-hour increase in sitting time associates with an 18% increase in cardiovascular disease mortality risk. Yeah, so how can you do less sitting? Number four, getting away from work boosts your immune system. So chronic stress depresses your immune system. Getting away from work, reducing stress, boosts your immune system. So take advantage of the weekends and that like extended R&R and get rest and sleep and exercise because it helps your immune system. And that leads us to number five, which speaking of sleep, you'll do it better during time out of work. So time off helps sleep disrupting habits. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I check my cell phone before bed Getting kind of out of your routine helps get out of those habits. Okay, sixth thing, your active time off adds years to your life. So results from studies suggest that a higher amount of daily total sitting time associates with the mortality, particularly among inactive adults. Okay, so if that's the case, then think about it. Your active time adds years to your life. So those six things all have to do with physical transformation, which often is pretty easy to recognize. But now we're going to talk about mental and emotional transformation. 
Okay. Now, number seven is taking regular time away from work restores mental energy. You know that just from your own experience. But science does support that. Okay, science supports it. And then number eight is when you take time out for yourself, you actually get more creative. So I don't think creative has to do necessarily with arts and crafts. I think you can do with thinking. So are you creative? You need time out to get that creative thinking you need. So thinking is one of the crucial benefits of stepping back. Reflecting time. I know we've talked about journaling. Do you take time to reflect? That helps you be more creative and gets you creating more solutions and breakthroughs in your life and in your work. Also, number nine is you're more productive when you take time out from work. So studies have shown that working more hours means less productivity. The most productive companies are in Europe, Germany, and France, and they mandate that there are 30 days or more of vacation every year. In the U.S., there's no law about that. Also, that reflects in our statistic of being the third most productive. Like, we're not one of the top producers. And only about 25% of Americans take their full allotment of vacation time. So take your vacation time. And then number 10 is you'll focus better at work if you take your weekly rejuvenation time. So that means like all work and no play dramatically reduces your focus as well as your productivity. So conversely, regular time off improves it. So be sure you opt for restorative breaks. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. How do you get those restorative breaks? Number 11. Your day off improves your short-term memory. Okay, so we all laugh about seniors forgetting where they're going or where they put their keys. But did you know that that's not just a sign of aging? It's a sign of how you are not managing your time, even as a middle-aged person, during the week. So separate from work and enjoy things and you'll probably remember where your keys are. (laughs) And then number 12 is with regular time away from work, you might even love your job again. So lots of consultants tell us that finding time to chill and unwind will help you enjoy both work and playtime. But there's a more recent article in Harvard Business Review, which I read a lot. The first recommendation for restoring passion about work is to call a time out, okay? So if you can call a time out from your work, it actually restores your passion for work. All right, so those were the facts. But I want you to think about this. It's spring break time, okay? So oftentimes that means like, let's go on a vacation. But we can't always get away. So let's talk a few minutes about little things you can do to carve out some well-needed self-care time right from your home. So I want you to first look for ways to take tiny breaks, especially if your situation is becoming a little more overwhelming or has become a little more overwhelming in the past year. How can you take tiny breaks? Now, tiny breaks, here's what I mean. It can be something as simple as a cup of tea or reading through a book or grabbing a magazine. Doing something for for you for just a few minutes that can even maybe be done in the presence of a child or a family member, that can be restorative. That's considered self-care. I like to think of having a menu of options 
for 10-minute self-care breaks. What would be on your menu of options? Reading a book, taking a walk, having a cup of tea. What else? This is a good use for my favorite question. What else? What else? What else? Okay, because taking that trip or going to the spa isn't always realistic. So look at the little things and find those tiny moments. Okay, so what's on your menu? What's on your menu of break options? 10-minute break options. Okay, so something else we need to do too is recognize that we may need just a mental vacation versus a physical vacation. So you might need to just shift your mindset. And if you find yourself really frustrated and self-critical, like look at the opposite and remind yourself, of course, this is hard. Have a little self-compassion. Of course, you're feeling overwhelmed. Of course, parenting is difficult. Of course, getting all the work done in 40 hours a week is challenging. And cut yourself some slack because what would you tell your best friend? That's such good advice. What would you tell your best friend? Are you doing this for yourself? Okay, and another thing to look at is how can you add a layer of fun to anything? Okay, if you're making dinner, can you add a layer of fun by listening to music? If you're um, grocery shopping, can you add a layer of fun by putting your headphones in and listening to a podcast? Or can you add a layer of fun by stopping somewhere along the way home from the grocery store and seeing something different? Which brings me to don't be afraid to ask for help. I think asking for help is really critical. So this whole like Hillary Clinton, it takes a village. Okay. Well, yeah, but we don't always have all the extra sets of hands that the village provided way back in the day, okay? But if you can ask for help, it's a way to give yourself a break. Now we have to work a little harder to put that village in place for ourselves, but it's worth it. And if you don't have a budget for paying your village, what if you traded? What if you traded? That's always a great way trade. Do someone a favor and they'll do you a favor. So figure out which strategies work for you, meaning like what other things are actually going to de-stress and rejuvenate you. Figure out what's on your menu of 10-minute break options. And it can be different for every person. But once you zero in on what you want, then you can start to find ways to make those things a priority. So you don't feel like you're being totally submerged by all of your roles in life of business owner or employee or parent or daughter. And when you take care of yourself, your physical, mental, and emotional health, the more likely you are to be successful professionally and personally. So if you are taking a spring break, kudos to you because hopefully it's longer than 10 minutes. But if you're not, Where can you find 10-minute breaks? And what are you going to do? What's on your menu of things you can do in those 10 minutes? Okay, my friends, this episode was a little shorter than others, but that was on purpose because it was meant to be fit into a break. So if you would like to work with me on some of these things, 
You'll see differences in your professional life if you work on taking breaks in your personal life. You are always invited to come check out my Committed to Growth program and work inside that with me and the other women in there. And you can find more information at my web address, andrealibros.com backslash group dash coaching. And in there, what we're doing is really empowering ourselves to create breaks, to create the business we want, to create the career we want, to create the life we want on purpose. So what did you think? Was my energy a little down? Is it time for me to slow down so I can speed up again? Good thing it's spring break. I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money, and manage life, head to andrealibros.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-L-I-E-B-R-O-S-S.com to find out about the ways we can work together. Until next time, go level up.